0: yawn out (laughs) (laughs) hello 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 my name is emma i'm sarah welcome to the bloody bizarre podcast for another week welcome back thanks for listening last week if you did i hope that you have some thoughts on bert pugash and linda Riss. i listened back to it yeah um, obviously because i edit it yeah and i'm worried that i was too mean about his surname and that some nice person with the surname pugash is going to get upset but we did we did touch on that we said "You've got to have a yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. yeah, Patchy, over here. Okay, we're at Sarah's again, and Patchy is once again causing havoc. Lay down. We need to maybe record at a higher so where he can't reach it us. It won't stop him. No, but it would stop him like coming and sitting on us. Going to put a a buffer between us. Yeah. Do you not want to get sick? Um, I don't want to get sick, but also just to buffer the noise. Oh yeah, which, your voice is going to sound different. Uh yeah, I'm a little under the weather. When did you get sick? Um, I don't know. Monday, Sunday. Yeah, I had a sore throat on Sunday. So It's like two people at work that are sick at the moment as well. Yeah, One of them sits in front of me and then the other one came over today and was standing behind me and the two of them were talking to each other about being (laughs) sick and I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I'm stuck in the middle here. I'm stuck in the crossfire. (laughs) It is winter, to be be fair to me, because I think I was bragging a few weeks back about never getting sick. you had COVID yet? No. Maybe I should test myself. Although this does just feel like a general malaise. Yeah, please test, test yourself. I'll test myself, but I don't, I don't want to get COVID again. wouldn't know. <laughs> 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 Should we get started on today's episode? Yeah, Yep. Yeah. Um, okay, so. Oh, I know, would like to make it, uh, do a shout out to my friend Nick. You know him as no good. Yes. Um, he had a free dress day at work the other day. He's um, He works at a school and so he wore a bloody bizarre shirt to <gasps> school. Oh, thanks, Nick. Yep. He does it every now and then. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Speaking of, have you sent Tim's shirt off yet? Yes, I have. Have you paid for the website yet? I, I've sent Tim's shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> You're unreal. <laughs> so I'm a little bit worried that mine might be a bit short today. This is every week. This is a theme. For me? Yeah. Only recently. Only the last two <laughs> Excuse me, I did the super long one like a couple Which of weeks one? ago. It was like over an hour. Which one was that? I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> me neither. Mustn't have been that impressionable. <laughs> um, so today I'm gonna tell you about Wycliffe Well. Do you know where that is or what that is? Like as in Wycliffe Jean? The the there's like a singer, yeah. Wycliffe. Something. Yeah. I think he does a song that I that I like. Yeah um okay this is Wycliffe Wycliffe well well as in like water yes <laughs> is it two words that I'm like taking in different can I see the spelling uh no because I don't want to I don't want to <laughs> show right. you all my info. I guess it doesn't matter it's Wycliffe well okay yes okay it's, it's not that hard. <laughs> this is, might be longer than you think <laughs> <laughs> okay so my sources are australianexplorer.com ntnews.com.au wikitravel.org, dot org, dot com, Atlas Obscura, and a ten news segment by Eddie Meyer from a few years back. I say a few years back. I actually think it was this segment was from about ten years ago, so it's well out of date. But I just wanted a okay. visual on yeah on this place. No Wikipedia. You got WikiTravel, but yeah. yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, Wikipedia didn't really. Offer much for, for uh, this place. Yeah. Wiki Travel did though. Noticeably absent. Yeah, I think it's maybe the maybe first, the first one, one, I've one I've done yeah. without Wikipedia's help. Yeah. So good on me. No. So Wycliffe Well, I'm guessing you haven't heard of it. <laughs> you think? <laughs> It's located in the Northern Territory. It's about four hours north of Alice Springs and 12 hours south of Darwin. So literally like almost dead center. Yeah. Yeah. It almost is dead center when you look on the map. There's really nothing there except a holiday park and a roadhouse where you can fill up your car, get a beer and something to eat and stretch your legs. End of story. Nah. Sounds nice. I guess you want to go there? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Wycliffe Well is actually one of the best places in Australia to go and see a UFO. Oh, okay. And this tiny little town has fully embraced its alien-friendly reputation. They always do. It's often referred to as Australia's Roswell yeah, yeah, or yeah. the UFO capital of Australia. Hell yeah. If, what is the distance to get there from Perth? Ooh, I would guess it would be like 30 hours driving. It's like 30 hours to get to Broome, isn't it? I would like everyone to know that I spelt it right first first attempt. Well done. Thanks. Davenport? Yes, it's in Davenport, yeah. Yes, Google, I would like to drive there right now, please. <laughs> Do you want to take a guess? 42 hours. 33. Whoa, you were so close. I know my driving, boy. Is there a road that I don't know about? Yep. Shame yes, me. there is a road that you don't know <laughs> no, about. Sorry, <laughs> show me, show ah. me. I mean, there's the Nullarbor yeah national route 94 great eastern highway classic yeah great eastern highway that makes sense you just keep keep going on just keep You probably like go through kalgoorlie and stuff eh? uh-huh yep you go leonora so at at a roundabout there's um a hannon street that you that you avoid so you like yeah you, you just bypass cal interesting yep i was in kalgoorlie last week did we tell the people that i don't think so um, is, is that it <laughs> yeah you, know, you know yeah i don't know what else, what else you want to need, want to know about it it was fine i was there yeah i saw dad there met up with dad there yeah we had a beer <laughs> all right okay so i know where it is okay so it's like 33 hours from perth when we do eventually go there yes okay yeah so we could make it there in just over a full day if we drive non-stop yeah yeah okay (laughs) Okay, so the history of the area so Wycliffe Wells started out as a watering point along the overland telegraph line stock route in the 1860s maybe like if if it's like a uh, an area that's lower than sea level maybe like groundwater comes up through there yeah maybe yeah it's very flat there yeah and like if it's in the middle of the desert maybe mm. it's like a bit of an oasis yeah and i guess if this was a stock route yeah then they would have had horses to have, and shit they would have had to have had somewhere where they could get water along the way restock boys yeah during world war ii it became a market garden center to service Cute. troops <laughs> Love yep. so they would sell sell fresh food troops. and stuff seems odd for the troops to be like in the den center not really, because. I, I know Darwin um, was an outpost, mm. but it's like 14 hours' drive from Darwin. Yeah. In today's true. standards. True. Look, I don't know anything about where troops are located. Military stuff. Yeah, so. Well, there's maybe some it's- military stuff that actually comes into this a bit later so when the war ended a couple of the soldiers stayed in Wycliffe Well and continued selling veggies and stuff to mainly to people in Alice Springs so four hours not that far if you live in the middle of the desert Um, in 1960 Wycliffe Well got a petrol pump which as you can imagine in that location very handy I can just imagine the people, like the newspaper (laughs) Wycliffe Well gets its first (laughs) petrol pump And it's like, it's only, it's one of the only places you can sort of stop to get up. yeah. 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 That make that always makes me nervous when I'm on really like long yeah. like desert sort of trips yeah. is the thought that you if you don't fill up at the wrong like if you're like nah it's all good I've got heaps and then there's just not another petrol station yeah and those signs that are like this is the last petrol station for yeah. another like five hundred thousand kilometers mm-hmm. or whatever it is <laughs> yeah. and you're like oh I, like I, I, you second guess yourself like you yeah. might have a full tank and you're like I don't know what else to do yeah. Like <laughs> well I I think when you're like doing really Long ones like take extras. Yeah, when yeah. we did Gib, Greg had two tanks yeah. in his car, and then we also had spare. Yeah, like my car on a full tank, its ranges like six hundred and fifty kilometers. So, that, so, it lies though, you know it lies, hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's more like seven hundred and fifty, but probably more than that. Um, but still like scary. <laughs> when my car used to tell me like, oh, you've got this many kilometers left, da, 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 I constantly used to let it get down to zero. You've got zero kilometers left, or whatever. And it just kept driving. When Cliffy gets caught up in cables that are like stringing across the thing, he freaks out and he just zooms and then he like rips everything out. And I'm like, fucking hell. And it's like this big loud noise, and everything like gets ripped off the table. And like, Patchy freezes. He's like, That's a better response. Yeah. Yeah. He he freezes and waits for me to come. (laughs) Mother. He does the same thing, like um, if a blanket gets caught around him or something, he'll and he's stuck, he'll, yeah. he'll stop and be like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so classic, Patchy." Yeah. Um, okay, yep. <laughs> um, so that yeah, they got this petrol pump, and yeah, it became a popular stop for people travelling between Alice Springs and Darwin. As time went on, roadhouse was built around the petrol pump and a holiday park was built for people who wanted to stop in overnight and take a break from driving. As you'll see, though, Wycliffe Wells soon became a destination of its own. As it will be for us. Patchy, lay down. Lay down. So, the reputation for being a UFO hotspot started gaining traction in World War II. Sorry to interrupt, but you saying reputation just reminded me. Tala Swift just announced her 1989 re-release it's just all the same songs though isn't it no it's like taylor's 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 version version, but then there's also like five new ones from the vault oh yeah and 1989 was a good album stay and no style that was like red lipstick yeah and like the wide brim hat that's the ear i dressed up as i think for the party the other night you're thinking red i think okay yeah Fake fan. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. So the reputation for being a UFO hotspot started gaining traction in World War Two. So you remember there were troops stationed there? Uh-huh. I do recall that. Well, they regularly reported seeing strange objects and lights in the sky, and they started keeping a binder where they'd record what they'd seen. So different people would write in what they had seen that night. Can I just say now, at this point in time, the fact that it, it was a like military outpost... Makes me believe less that it's something unidentified, like not identified, not makes me believe less that it's something otherworldly and more that it's a foreign country spying. Interesting you say that. That my theories, which is what I've got written next, touches on that a little bit but um that binder that they used to write everything down it actually used to be on display in the restaurant in Wycliffe Well so you could like actually cool like flick through it but in 1990 some jerk stole it so it's gone but they did start a new book so they've got a book there now that you can also like add to and look through and that obviously has records from like the early 90s onwards right and I guess there's no pictures or anything of the original book. I don't know. Maybe. But heaps of people, like, sorry, it was a real book. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they haven't made up the book. Because um, if there's pictures and they could just replicate it. Yeah, yeah, maybe. So it had this reputation for, you know, being a weird place where you could see uh, things. Would you say it had a big reputation? had a big reputation, <laughs> Then, in 1985, this guy called Lou Farkas bought bought Wycliffe Well. That's a borderline bad surname. Yeah, Farkas. Yeah. I kind of like it. Farkas. It sounds like you're saying fuck us. It's like, fuck. Fuck us again. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, over the years, he spent roughly... $4 million dollars on the place of his own money including building an auditorium and having a lake put in and he like was the one who really built up the the holiday park and all that sort of stuff right but he'd he, make he'd make, make back that four million so i hope he did because he he did some really cool stuff so i will show you some photos when we stop recording but he so he had alien murals painted everywhere. He had um, signs put up as you drive into Wycliffe Well, been, like, you funny are, little signs, like, like you a landing site. And, like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, he had little alien statues put up. Like, he really leaned into it yeah. and made it, like, a, a weird, fun kind of You know, place. I could probably, like, take a Monday and a Friday off and just drive there on my own. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it. Well, no, I always think like, oh, I want to do these things, and then I'm like, oh, who could I go with? And I'm like, I can just do it on my own. Um. Yeah, but I want to come. You have, you have one child, uh, and a patchy who's not, like a child. Yeah. So you have two children. Well, when Abby's a little bit older, she can join us on these adventures. Yeah, well, I'm not waiting that long. Then I'll be haggard. A haggard, thirty-five-year-old. Exactly. <laughs> Life has not been kind to me. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, he, he really is kind of the person who made it what it is a place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A destination. Um, Yeah. But he sold the place in 2009 so he could spend more time with his family who lived in Alice Springs. So he said that, for example, his, he never got to see his family. And there was one day where um, his daughter said to a teacher at school or something that um, she didn't have a dad. And so he was like, oh, fuck. How did he find that out? i'm guessing they told him that's pretty rude well maybe it was like a concerning discussion like she was like i don't have a dad i never see my i don't know (laughs) lou is that what his name is yeah lou your daughter said she didn't have a dad you need to pack in this alien shit (laughs) yeah something like that yeah (laughs) Yeah. um so yeah he he did he packed it in okay the name lou is not used enough uh, Lou said before he bought the place he didn't have a huge interest in UFOs but since he moved there he, he saw saw so much stuff that he said it didn't even register with him by the time he left he was just like oh yeah there's another one All yeah, right okay <laughs> okay so I'll tell you some of my theories now please First one is the way that the land, the tectonic plates and man-made structures line up creates a UFO magnet, something about the way the land is and stuff. Wycliffe Well sits on ley lines and it's very flat, so you can see the horizon really far out. So it's basically just the way that the landscape is is like UFO hotspot and, oh, sorry, UFO magnet and also easy for people to see. Now, ley lines, what are they? Because I, I, in my head, ley lines are not a real thing. Because I remember them talking about them in the in the hit show Supernatural. Supernatural, they do. Correct me if I'm wrong. Interesting. Okay, ley lines are straight alignments. Oh, this is Wikipedia. Here oh, have here yeah. they made their appearance. Yeah. They had to creep and their way like, back. You'll in. never get through it without us. <laughs> yeah. Don't act like you don't. <laughs> I've been need paid them. off by them to mention things to get you to Google <laughs> yeah. them. Yeah, <laughs> ley lines are straight alignments drawn between various historic structures, prehistoric sites, and prominent landmarks. With ley line believers, yeah arguing that these alignments were recognized by ancient societies that deliberately erected structures along them. Since the 1960s, members of the Earth Mysteries Movement and other esoteric traditions have commonly believed that such ley lines demarcate, quote-unquote, earth energies and serve as guides for alien spacecraft. Archaeologists and scientists regard ley lines as an example of pseudo-archaeology and (laughs) pseudoscience. You were right. Yes. Um, mm. And that's what watching TV shows can do for you. Yeah. It can really teach you things. Yeah. Um, so. Supernatural so. is a great show. Yeah. Honestly. Robert, Robert Kripke was a writer, oh, wasn't it? Or yeah. Producer or something. Yeah. Or director. I don't know. I saw yeah. his name at the beginning. Yeah, it was a great show. Such good For someone a good show. who, like, thinks horror movies are shit and it was just very entertaining. So entertaining. And the guys were so hot. Yeah. I was oh, a, so hot. I was a big Dean fan. Yeah, I was more of a Sam fan. Mm, Interesting. Yeah, because he was taller. Yeah, but Dean had that, like, cheeky... (laughs) Yeah, Dean was cheeky, but then Sam was, like... I didn't like Dean's haircut either. He looked like... Oh, no, I liked his haircut. I liked Sam's hair better because he was a little bit dirty. Well, there's some episodes where Dean tries to live a normal life for a little while. I think he becomes a mechanic. Yeah. And in those episodes, he gets a little bit rugged and a little bit like he gets car shit all over him and yeah, oil is what it's called. Oil. (laughs) Car shit. (laughs) Car poopy. (laughs) Um, And yeah, he looked good. Okay. Also, how good is the music in that show? Yeah. Yeah, I've got so many songs in my Spotify that I've just, rip straight from supernatural playlist yep anyway ley lines (laughs) ley lines lines apparently there theory two here this is an interesting one the nearby u.s military intelligence base pine gap people have called pine gap australia's area 51 okay so this is australia's roswell within australia's area 51 well pine gap is it's not guys it's happened again Sarah's Google Home has just has just woken up. The fuck! That's scary because we're talking we're talking about a military intelligence I base. I know. And you know what this military intelligence base does? It what? listens. <sighs> so they listen for. Uh, People's long distance telephone conversation, like all sorts of stuff. They're listening. um, They listen, ladies. Yeah. In recent years, more like to do with terrorism, -terrorism anti-terrorism and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, they listen. Oh my God. And Google, that's happened. Google just just And that happened last time we were talking about something that was like a bit like. Yes. What were we talking about? um, Oh, that's giving me goosebumps. That's so fucking weird. I'm scared now that (laughs) they're going to be like (laughs) listening closely well i mean what are they gonna hear uh, no, uh, honestly if they're if gonna hear patchy baby <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> abby get down off there abby stomp 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah um okay yep sorry so playing gap. yeah so, so they um, listen in. yes they listen i think they're listening to us right now yep um hey we fellas, need those timpon hats back yeah yeah <laughs> So its full name is the Joint Defence Facility Pine Gap. And it's run by Australia and the US. It's Cute. partly run by the CIA and yeah. the NSA. Or our intelligence agency, whatever they are. Yeah. <laughs> Highly confidential. So there was a guy who worked there who um, wrote a book after he left. And it's pretty like tame. He doesn't he, he doesn't drop any bombshells or secrets or anything, but he does sort of talk about everyday life working there and It's stuff like, so when he met someone that he wanted to marry, an Australian, he was American, he met an Australian girl, he had to ask permission to start dating them, he had to ask permission to marry, he had to ask permission to leave, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, one of my friends, and they might be listening to this episode, so I'm going to be very broad with how I describe this so I don't get them into trouble. They have recently applied for a job that requires, like, this negative vetting... Yeah. Level. Make sure that you're not a spy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and his partner is getting vetted too. Yeah. Well, so. that's that's basically what he said. They had to make sure that this person that he met wasn't like some undercover yeah, yeah. person trying to get. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's really highly confidential stuff. The thing is, though, this place is closer to Alice Springs than it is to Pine Gap. Okay. So they talk about this Pine Gap being super close to Wycliffe Well, but when I mapped it, it's it's like like three or four hours or something three like. four hours drive yeah yeah okay but then if you think about it it's seven hours drive to kalgoorlie and that's an hour long flight so a three yeah. or four hour drive is gonna be like what 20 minute flight and you gotta remember that this place is flat it's yeah. like super flat you can see for ages so yeah so i, I reckon maybe. that distance for like you know, some kind of major military operation would be nothing. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so as I said, their main sort of things is communications. They listen for communications, uh-huh. weapons, signals, that kind of thing. And obviously that position was chosen strategically because, yeah. number one, it's... You can see for miles. And it's, like, easy to see anything coming, so... Yeah, yeah. Um And also because I believe it's a good place to intercept things like in the sort of China region. Oh. Um, (laughs) I don't know that for sure, but that's what some of the articles kind of suggested that if if they were concerned about anything in that region, America is so far away. Whereas a facility like Pine Gap is just that bit closer to kind of monitor some of that stuff. But then you think also like a facility in South Korea would be obviously better. And obviously... Yeah, where you... are you going to put it, though? You, you don't have a massive desert that you can plonk it in the middle of. Yeah, I guess. Pine Gap is massive. Yeah, okay. That's an interesting one. The third theory is tricks of light due to how flat the country is, such as Fata Morgana. Oh, we... like... Min yeah. Min. Yeah. yeah. Could be a Min Min sort of thing Perfect. going on, which we talked about in the Min Min Lights episode, but... That was ages ago. Yeah. It was one of the first ones. Yeah. Go back and listen if you want, but it's not the amazing quality that we have now. You would you would be shocked at how the, the vast difference. You'd be like, this isn't that good. We'll wait until you listen. You'll see just how good this is. Just how much we've improved. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So when we talked about that, I was saying that they were able to recreate uh, a yeah. Fata Morgana. I still don't know if it's Fata Morgana. I was or... going to ask if you looked up how to pronounce it. I I did, and there's nowhere that says how to pronounce it. If you go on Wikipedia, there's like the the like pronunciation based on like the the origin of the word, and you can usually figure it out based on that. Italian. Yeah. Fata Morgana. Yeah. See. So it is Fata. Yeah. Was I saying fater? Yeah, you were. Cause, okay. Because fater sounds funnier. Fater. Yeah. See. See. That's a little hack for you there, and anyone that's listening. Yeah, that's that's good. Yeah. On if you Google if you Google something, you're not sure how it's pronounced, and you can't find anyone saying it. Also, like, YouTube is a good place to go to for pronunciations because there's often like news presenters that'll say it. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, Wikipedia has like a, after the word, it has it broken down into its pronunciation essentially. That's good. Yep. Okay. So it could be a Fata Morgana. Yeah. Okay. which, yeah, if, if there's like truck lights or something mm. there and especially out in the desert, because I think we, yeah, I can't remember how I explained it in the Min Min Lights episode, but basically like if the, the earth is really hot and the sky is really cold and the temperature changes really quickly, it can create this like. It's like refraction. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, so could be something like that yep. happening as well. Yeah. Maybe it's the Min Min lights. <laughs> yeah. In, in and of themselves. Add that as theory for. Okay. You've just created it. Have you? It yep. wasn't mentioned anywhere. No. Okay. I've put it, it on the list. Yeah. So this place is, so there's so many sightings that they have said that if you stayed up all night looking at the sky, you'd be considered unlucky if you didn't see something. Right, so like the opposite of Aurora Borealis. <laughs> well, yeah, and the opposite of a lot of like a lot of UFO places that's sort yeah. of like you can go there and try and see something and you might have luck. Yeah. This place is like you're probably going to see something. I also wonder, and I'm going to add another theory into the mix here. Yeah. Given that it is out in whoop whoop. Yeah. And, you know, clear skies, yeah. you will likely see a bunch of like asteroids and, and satellites <laughs> and whatever else. Yeah. And yeah. perhaps it is on a, on like a route for satellites yeah yeah maybe i'll tell you some of the things that people have reported seeing okay so people have reported seeing square shaped flying object flashing green orange and red lights that sounds like a satellite sounds like a min min oh yeah that too light beams sounds like headlights um, oh, but from the sky. But One know. of the most well-known sightings was a huge craft that was allegedly hovering above the toilet block, and a few people saw this. Would you say it was a Wycliffe well-known one? <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Hovering above the toilet block? Yeah. Look at her butts. <laughs> yeah. Pervy aliens. Yeah. Look at something to there. probe. <laughs> it's also been reported by numerous people that they've had some kind of UFO follow them down the highway while they were driving. That's Min Min. That is a Min Min thing to do. Yeah. It's classic Min Min. Classic Min Min behavior. Yeah. And they have then stopped into the roadhouse because they were freaking out. And Lou Farkas talked about this. He said that um, he's had people leave because they got scared and like they saw something and they got scared and got in their car and drove off. But he said he's also had people who like came there because something was on the road following them. And so they've pulled in and been like, I'm not driving anymore tonight. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to assume anything about Lou, but if there was any way for him to create these lights, that would be a good way to get people to stay at his roadhouse. I guess but that, theory six. Lou's Lou. doing it. <laughs> yeah, but it started before Lou and it's continued after Lou. Yeah, but you know I like Lou. I uh, No, look, I don't uh, I'm not at all kind of speaking ill of him because he's doing be. this. Um I think it's a good business move and he's I would not doing it. <laughs> How would he even do that? <laughs> I don't know. That's crazy. What, I don't know what technology he's got. He's, he's got money, obviously, $4 million lying around. There was an incident where a woman was driving along the road and she saw something in the sky, like, while she was driving that was keeping pace with her. So she stopped at Wycliffe Well and reported it. Like, they've got their binder thing there. Yeah. Reported it. Shortly after, the truck driver, who wasn't far behind her on the road, also stopped in and reported the same thing. mm which are those ones, I'm always like, that's a little bit, it lends some credibility to it because it's like two people have seen exactly the same thing and they're unrelated. so truck driver and some mm. random lady. Mm. Perhaps they saw a satellite. She say, Well, it says further in the article, it, what they said they don't think it was a satellite, a comet, anything because they said it was keeping pace with them. Lou on his push bike. And then he he like they get there and he gets off. He's all sweaty. He's like out of breath. Runs to the counter. Yeah. Hi, welcome. Yeah. yeah. Did you did you see something weird out there? Did you? Quick, put it in the book. (laughs) No, I don't think it's Lou. So that's all the info I have for you. I'm going to tell you my thoughts. Okay. I don't necessarily think that it's aliens. Okay. But I do think it's UFOs in the sense that it's some sort of. It could be something from Pine Gap. I don't know. Yeah. And I don't think that people – I don't think that everyone is making it up. I think people are seeing weird stuff in the sky. They're just not sure how to identify it. Yeah. I I could believe that. I could believe that it's some kind of um, technology that we're not uh, um, aware of or privy to. And it's being used out there. And people are, yes, seeing things that they cannot identify Mm -hmm. and therefore are attributing them to um, aliens. That being said, lately. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Apparently they're real. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, well, so that guy under oath said that, that, that there was crafts that... Um, had biological material with them. was non-human. It was non-human. Yeah. But then I, I don't know how much I believe that guy. He's he's making money off this whole thing. Mm. He was on a podcast. He's written a book. Like, he's he's making money off it. So. Yeah, there was another guy in, I don't know, the 90s or something who yeah. also worked in a facility like that who said the same thing. He said... Yeah, yeah. ...that yeah. he had seen um, alien bodies and stuff. I think he, he worked at Roswell. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Not Roswell. Area, Area 51. 51 yeah. Yeah. He, he said the same thing. And, and look, people there could be multiple people saying the same thing, but I wouldn't believe it until I saw it with my own eyes. Yeah. I just think that, that people have too much to gain by making this stuff up. Yeah. And, and I know that he said it under oath but there's no way to disprove it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also, I love all of the, like, meme stuff that's coming out of it. Like, people are just like, oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, the world's burning. We don't care about aliens. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Are they going to pay my rent? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that one of the aliens sitting on the, like, it's like a person in an alien suit, and it's sat on, like, um like a train station bench, and there's two people on either side, and it's like, it looks kind of pissed off. And it's like the alien after we tell it we don't care that it came to Earth or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I literally think they could show on TV, like, here, look, here is an alien body. And I would kind of be like, okay... I know. Like, I'd be like, yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. Wow. Sure. It's been real all along. Yeah. Okay. 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 My problem still exists. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What what is this going to change? What are you going to do about inflation? Mm -hmm. Like, I know. Thanks for lying to us for so long. Yeah. And you know, like, it would be, it would be news. Things would be happening like they are now. People would be making memes and jokes. No one would take it fucking seriously. (laughs) No. Our generation just can't take this seriously. Yeah. Like, we've had too many tragedies after tragedies. Yeah. And and the world is a shit show. Yeah. And so we're like, hey, okay, great. And it's a real. What next? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay, great. Well, good story. Thanks. Any thoughts of you? oh you I agree. I you think agree? it's yeah, I think it's something military. Yes. Yeah. Just it's too much of a coincidence that it's nearby that and Yuck patchy. Oh, Patch. He's making licking noises into the mic almost deliberately. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, Do you do your listeners <laughs> want to hear some mouth noises? Let me do some for them. And they were particularly sticky. Yeah. Go drink some water, (laughs) Patchy. Yeah. Sounds like you need it. (laughs) crusty boy. Um, Yeah. Okay, good. That's it. That's me done. Wycliffe Well. Well, it's well, it's on my list and um, I might end up there before you do. No, oh, that's the other thing I wanted to tell you about Wycliffe Well. Um, so since Lou sold it, it has kind of gone into disrepair a little bit. So I'm pretty sure that the holiday park closed, so oh, you can't. That's sad. Yeah, you can't stay overnight anymore. It's just kind of the roadhouse now. Yeah. So anyway, there are new owners, but I don't know if they're if they're, they're no Lou's. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. I don't know if there's the kind of love that Lou put into it. But hopefully, yeah. maybe they'll. They just need a bit of time they'll hear to regroup. This. And they'll get a real a real bee in their bonnet and start working. Yeah, because people do go there. People like will go yeah. out their way. If I was on Stuart Highway, going between those two places, I would one hundred percent make that a stop along the way. Hell yeah! Anyway, Wycliffe Well, let us know if you go there. Yeah, if you've been there, if mm. you've got photos from there, if you've seen anything there, seen, <sighs> seen any UFOs, spooky. Let us know. Would love to hear it. Yes, and um, I'll be back. Next week, telling you about – do you want to know what I'm telling you about yes. next week? Yeah, this is going to shock you. Okay. I'm telling you about the poltergeist curse. What is that? About the movie poltergeist and the curse that, like, is supposed supposed oh. to surround it. Uh, around the movie? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. I watched a documentary on that ages ago. I don't really okay. remember much about it, yeah. but I remember being like, holy shit. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that'd be a good one. Yep. So listen in for that. Yay. Okay. All right. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.